Arturo. <laughs> have you been doing that with your daughter at yeah, all? Yeah, I have, yeah. It's oh, been, it's so good. It's been great. But, the one minute that I played that game at your house, that was the most iconic standout point for me. <laughs> Shane's like, my my guy doesn't call out my horse's name. I'm like, my 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 guy does. <laughs> no, uh, so what I realized is my guy. You're like, Sura! my guy definitely calls out my horse, but it's in Japanese, so I can't even remember what I named my horse. Uh, he just speaks Japanese, and then in in somewhere in there, my horse's name is Sura. So I didn't That's go with funny. Sora because I, I felt like you named your horse Sora and your daughter Sora and what, dude? like what's like I just wanted I, I wanted something different. I would have been so honored if if you named your horse after my daughter. You he know? was afraid it might be a Sora spot for you. A so- oh, that was really lame. <laughs> well, speaking of honor, the podcast. Yeah, it's an honor to have you all here with us and to have you two gentlemen here with me. We'll never break, break my honor. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's cool, man. Um, welcome, Gabby this, and Daniel. This is probably uh, one of the only uh, games that I haven't, like, at launch, like PlayStation exclusives, I haven't really started or really been on the same path as you guys. I it's do, mostly I, just I've me. Literally, yeah, I've literally played, like, a fraction of the game. <laughs> you still played way more than we were still way more than me. I still haven't loaded it up. Uh, whose fault's that, man? Super, it's mine, dude. And I feel like you're yours. probably fatigued of like a campaign right now because after the last of us. I just think for me, man, like for once, I'm going to be the resource on a PlayStation game, which is wild. And at that, a, like a Japanese inspired game, which goes against the history of all of my opinions. But uh, Shane starts yeah. playing Final Fantasy after this, like he picks up the remake. Definitely, yeah, right. definitely not happening. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But uh, yeah, there's a horse in it. Yeah, is there's there? a ho- there's a horse in a lot of games. There's no horse in Fallout Seven. Shut up. There's a chocobo. <laughs> idiot. Yeah, chocobos. They're like horses. They're like chicken horses, dude. They're like big birds. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, go. <coughs> Sorry, Ghost came out this week. But yeah, um, what else? Have a full title, yeah, bro. The Goat of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. I always thought it was ghosts with a S, but it's Ghost of Tsushima because it's about a single guy. So that came out on Friday. But what else have you guys been up to since the last time you chatted? Gabby, what have you been doing? Um, I've been diving into a lot of different Halo games, to be honest. Um, I've been booting up Master Chief Collection and playing around with that and just in preparation for my body being prepared Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been up to whenever I have free time. And then I started playing ghosts a little bit. And then I had you guys over just yesterday and I made you guys another batch of chicken wings. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was messing around with halo three specifically a lot and halo one. I suck flat out. Just really bad. <laughs> Yeah. It's hard to get back into them when it's been a while since you oh, played them. Oh eh? yeah, dude! Like it's a huge learning curve, and like I was, yeah. I was because the thing with Master Chief Collection is like you can have um, a custom playlist where you rent, like where you can play a different game each 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 time you uh, queue up for a match, right? So yeah, and the controls for Halo change like 
pretty drastically, I think. From, from every game. From every game, right. Yeah. So it was a little like, what oh, am I pressing? I'm pressing the wrong button. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't sprint. So it was it was a little challenging. But then I just queued up just Halo 3. I was trying to do like just SWAT and uh, and snipers. And, uh, man, I was getting my ass kicked. I was just getting my ass kicked. But it was still I'm honestly, fun. I'm honestly pretty surprised that that's the case with the Halo games. Because I, I always remember them playing pretty similar to one another. But I loaded up uh, I loaded up Reach, I want to say, at the end of last year for a bit. It feels not like any other Halo game. I feel like that one really stands out because of, of some of the, the individual abilities and stuff like that. Yeah, that's when it started to get into like some like some sort of like funky, like new new era of Halo. That's when it like all started. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's. I love that game. It, I mean, it's very clear that my loyalty it lies deep within Halo, even though I have a terrible memory for the campaign. But um, yeah, man, a lot of good memories with that. And you've been sending me a lot of clips from Halo Three and. Yeah, I feel like random people's clips I find online that are like fucking super sweet. The thing is, the reason why a lot of people play Halo Three right now because they just they just got launched on PC. So there have been a lot of active players playing that. But playing like playing that playing Halo Three and just like juggling through the maps on Halo Three, and I'm like, damn, these are some really good maps. I just I spent a lot of time playing Halo Three. It was like the reason why I bought an Xbox 360, and and that was my first Xbox that I owned. Um, I remember going to my buddy's house and going to his basement and like just playing split screen multiplayer on Snowbound, um, which was like a smaller map. And I was like, I'm in love with this game right now. And then like the next day, I went over to the EB Games at uh, Air Mills Town Center and I fucking traded in my PS2 and a bunch of games and I paid like 20 bucks for Xbox 360. And I never, I never looked back. It was like the best thing ever. So friggin' good, man. I, I my my Halo story is pretty similar. Like. I went to Josh and Corbin's at the time um, and went down in their basement and they had the original Xbox and I had a PlayStation 2. And they're like, yo, you got to play this game. It's called Halo. And it was Halo 2. And they showed me like energy swords. And then like, that was it, man. I was like that playing Xbox Live. No, no. I had already seen their energy swords by that point. Um, But they showed they showed me Xbox Live, right? Which was like they, unbelievable at the time, yeah. and like talking to people and playing against people on the internet, like it was ridiculous. And then that just like that was it for me, man. I was it was like crack cocaine. I feel like watching all those clips of um people playing Halo Three. I feel like Uncle Rico in napoleon dynamite where i'm just like you want to see me throw a sticky grenade over those mountains and like just remembering the glory days of how good <laughs> i used to be at halo yeah. and like in halo 2 being like oh man you know what dude i could probably go mlg and <laughs> like them having mlg tryouts to toronto but me being too young and like all of these things all of this like oh it was so friggin' good man and like when i was playing halo it was before i went through puberty so I used to always get the like, is this a girl playing or is this a guy playing? And oh, it was such a big part of me growing up, getting bullied online, the old barbecue euphemism and stuff like that. And yeah, it was just really near and dear to my heart. So it's been really good going, seeing all those clips with you, Gabby. And Yeah, dude, you should it, join me sometime and just get stomped with me. <laughs> I will definitely join you at some point. I'm going to get sink more time into Ghost. Um, of Tsushima because I don't want you guys to ride me about how you never I, finish a game. I never finish a game. No, I understand. But yeah, like even playing these 
old Halo games, um, got Kara like reminiscing in her her childhood having land parties with her whole family playing Halo Combat, Combat Evolved, and she like vividly remembers Hang'em High specifically, and it just it's just a lot of fun, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of cool memories that Halo, the Halo series has brought a lot of people. So yeah, I'm looking 100%. forward to Thursday. That's all I'm gonna say. Halo, I'm just like just pumping it into my veins and just getting ready for what's what's gonna happen. So yeah, I'll, that's what I've been up to. I'll be your Cortana baby. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, Daniel, what have you been uh, up to? Well, I'd love to weigh in on the Halo thing, but I guess you guys gave yeah, it enough dude, love. Weigh in, bro. You, you don't, don't want. I don't want to weigh in. You hate I, Halo. You have it tattooed on your back. I hate I, Halo. I'd love for you to weigh out. Weigh dude, in. I just said that that Reach is my favorite Halo game, and yeah. I do, I do love the Halo franchise. I think that it's gone through like some ups and downs. I think that um, I, I really don't enjoy uh, three. I think as much as you two do. Um, but not because I think it's a bad game. I just don't. I, I didn't enjoy the campaign as like a trilogy capper. Um, but Halo Two, like I used to play the summer that the Xbox 360 came out, or I guess the summer after the Xbox 360 came out. There was really only two games out for the console at the time that like took a lot of investment of time, and one of them was Oblivion, which I spent a ton of time with Elder Scrolls, and then the other game was uh, Dead Rising, which didn't come out until August of that year. Um, so between then, I was playing. Halo 2 almost every night with uh, with uh, uh, my buddy Luca, who also had played a lot of Halo, and I I love that game. Like I remember so much about Halo. I remember buying the multiplayer map before I even played online, like not even knowing what it was. Like that was when DLC was really just at its kind of inception for for uh, for consoles, and you had to buy a disc to load the multiplayer maps, the extra multiplayer maps. But we had a blast that summer. Uh, we were moving houses, so there was just a TV in my Xbox 360 in the basement, and we played Halo 2 probably every night for like two or three months and we got pretty good at it. Like I, I think we often were one and two in that game, but I have I have a long history with Halo. Like Halo was the first game I ever played for an Xbox. I did not get an Xbox when it came out, the original Xbox. It took me years later to get it. Um, I played Haunt Combat Evolved. I loved Combat Evolved. Two was, I mean, everybody remembers what the wait for two was like. Um, and then three came out. I was a little bit disappointed, but Reach... Everything really post-reach I've been a fan of in one way, shape, or form. I just think that maybe they've missed the mark a little bit with... with um. How old were you when Halo 3 came out? Four. Uh, Same age as me. It came out in 2007. 2007? Yeah. 2009, 16. right? 2007. It came out in 2007. 2007. Yeah, 16. so I was, I, I was 16, yeah. Oh, buddy. Come on. You weren't disappointed. You didn't know. You just didn't know. No, I was, I was, I was disappointed after coming off of Halo Two. Like I, I, I loved Halo Two, and I didn't, I didn't, I, I just didn't do it for me in the same way that the the second one did. Man, which is wild to me because Halo Two notoriously has the worst campaign out of like Halo games. It's like it's so bad. The ending of that game is it, the ending of Halo Two is brutal. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's just I don't the ending in Halo Two that's like really the bad part. The rest yeah, of that's what I was. Really that's what I was. That's what I was going to say is that like you get to play as Arbiter in that game, and you get to learn about the politics of the of the of the Covenant in the second game, and you get to find out that not all the Covenant are looking to just take over Earth and and do all this crazy shit in the galaxy. There's like different sects and cults within them that don't agree with one another. So there's complexity to the Covenant in the second campaign. And the third one. I honestly really don't remember much of the third one. I just remember the the tagline for it was "Fight for Earth," and you don't really spend that much time on Earth. And that was one of the 
the disappointing things to me was um, that that you finally got to fight on Earth in the Halo franchise, but it really was just maybe I think a couple of hours in the campaign. You start off there, I believe, and then after that, like you you're back in space and fighting on different Halos and, and space stations and stuff like that. So that's the part that disappointed me. And then the multiplayer, I just never got into as much as like as I did with uh, Halo Two because I did I, there was more games at that point in time, and and multiplayer games aren't generally what I gravitate towards first and foremost but love the halo franchise i'm still i'm i'm psyched maybe not as excited as you guys for thursday but i am super psyched to see what it looks like and it's been a long time since halo i think just you know the campaign of five left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth because it just was was completely misadvertised so i'm really hoping 343 bounces back and does something um, incredible like like we kind of saw i was a huge fan of halo 4 i just I, I don't know. I don't really know what to expect. It can kind of go in either direction, but I do think it will be a, a substantial improvement over Halo 5's campaign. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited, man. Do you, do you guys remember the Halo 3 uh, commercial with the statues? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that ad was so good. I just linked it in our in our uh, in our um, iMessage group. But yeah, it's so it's good. so good. Halo Nato- Halo notoriously has like the best. I think the best advertising in video game. Like you guys remember the gears of one one? Yeah, all around me are familiar so places. That was, that was That's in my opinion the best uh, teaser trailer of all time. Commercial yeah. like a TV spot. Yeah, yeah so good. yeah, so good. But they debuted that. I'm pretty sure they debuted that at uh, at uh, E3 when they first announced it as well. And the yeah. TV spot was I think cut out. Might be right. Yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah um, I love that. I I think it's I think that's what I love about Halo as well is the fact that. For you, Daniel, you're talking about the campaign in Halo, and you love that you play as the Arbiter and all this sort of stuff. And I'm just like, man, the multiplayer in Halo 2, the maps were untouchable. And then Halo 3 was so good, like so friggin' good. And then I think about, like, um, I think about the campaign, and I'm like, man, I don't even remember it. All I remember is like hating people who play as elites. And like, I'm pretty sure Halo 2 was the Halo that introduced playing as an elite so heavily because they had a different hitbox on them and it became this big huge thing for me where i hated them but it was halo 2 because that's when when the arbiter debuted and you got to play as him and it felt different than playing as chief so yeah like fuck all that fuck people who played as elites you guys suck i hate you all i, I didn't play as him i'm just saying that that's that was definitely no, i was i'm not saying that you played as him i just want that message to go out to the listeners if anybody here played as a elite go fuck yourself we played the Halo 3 campaign. I remember the Halo 3 campaign when we played it over. And it was me and three buddies from high school. And we played it like when it came out at midnight, got our copies, got home one o'clock in the morning through, I think like five. And we had school the next day and we got like a good halfway through the campaign on Legendary. It was it was awesome. That was one of the one of the best experiences I've ever had uh, at a midnight launch. That and Gears 1, I think, were, were two of my favorite games. Like, dude, I could spend a whole podcast, like an hour long podcast talking about my experiences with halo like i i just i just Maybe went we'll i just went to the bungie website which still has the halo stats yeah you can pull it up yeah. so i pulled up my halo 2 stats on my original gamer tag that i had and my first game of halo played online was april 5th 2005 at 206 p.m on beaver creek team slayer and i placed fourth and then it was like heroin from there i my kill death was shit looking back on it <laughs> that's when kd was like a huge thing like you guys used to like boost about your kd and be like dude my kd's like no three to one. not like, even not, 
not even in Halo like that, dude. Halo 2, like playing online at the time, it was all about your level because the leveling system, ranking system in that game was so crazy. And it introduced like true skill ranking where uh, like it would base off the the highest level in your party. And it was so fucking hard to level in that game. I remember they had to reset the levels so many times, but you would also get boosters and you would get people who would drop down. Like there were so many strategies in that game. It's so crazy to think about. I also used to mod it. Like I used to mod, I modded my Xbox and modded Halo and had custom maps and custom skins and did my brief little stint of like online cheating for fun to troll people and stuff like that. But, oh man, good times. Good times. Well, I think we're all uh, we're all pretty excited about what's what's coming. I mean, we talked, we teased about it a lot. We teased last week that like the next couple of weeks were going to be big for you know for Comic Con Online and kind of all that kind of stuff. So, kind of tying this into Halo, um, Mondo announced that they're going to have a partnership with Halo uh, on July twenty fourth. So, I'm super excited to see what that's going to look like for uh, for for just merchandise, like whether it's going to be a shirt, whether it's going to be pins, whether it's going to be a statue, record, poster. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw uh, a combination of those things. Um, I think but, you might see a, like um, a puzzle or something as well. Puzzles a big thing that they're doing. Yeah, they've been doing a couple. I, I mean, from what I remember, like Destiny had a pretty good role, like Bungie's rollout of Destiny. Oh no, I guess that was after Halo, but even something similar to that, like where they just do like a T, maybe. Um, like I think pins are, are, are would be pretty exciting. Like if we got a, a some sort of like Spartan pin or like I'd maybe love to like get some stuff. pins. Yeah, um, I agree with you on that, Gabby. And I feel like they'll they'll be something that they mass produce, so that it might be easy to get rather than like a print or something like that. That might be a little bit more challenging. So I'm pretty excited to see what Mondo brings because they're they're very. Uh, I feel like they're very very thoughtful in the merchandise that they produce, and it's not usually stuff that you'll see listed on like Bungie's website, but rather it'll be you know well, items that are. Now. Sorry? Oh, I'm you typing. Bungie, but... Oh, sorry. I thought you said typing. <laughs> three, four, three, four, three. Yeah, sorry, 343. Three, four, three. Uh, three, four, three. So, was I referring to... Sorry, I said Bungie regarding Destiny, right? Well, you were talking about the Mondo Halo stuff. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What I meant to say is uh, like on the on the 343 website or on the Microsoft website. That's what I was saying. Sorry. Um like it's going to be generic stuff that's going to be cut like for for mass like audiences and stuff like that. They're going to yes, order yes. tons of shirts. So I'm excited to see what Mondo might do for some you know some more stuff. exclusive yeah. and and limited run stuff. So that'll be pretty exciting on Friday. Um, is it? I think it's Thursday. No, yeah. it's on Friday. It's on Friday. The day after. Yeah, the, the day program. after. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm pretty excited to see that. And then they're doing their their reveals throughout the rest of the week. So there'll be some exciting stuff around Halo, I'm sure as well. But um we'll have some thoughts on that we'll share next week obviously we'll, we'll we'll talk quite a bit about what xbox's showcase will look like um and hopefully we get to see you know the rumored nintendo showcase in the next week or so as well there's there's a lot of rumors going around that they might have a direct tomorrow or at I'd some point this week some uh, some birth of the wild too i would i would lose my mind it's about kind of time like we were talking we talked about this a little bit yesterday gabby but they didn't have any release date set up for anything other than um um origami king which just came out this past week so mm-hmm. They're, we're due up for some something Nintendo. We don't really know what, but something Nintendo should be on the horizon soon. Yeah. Um, so it should be pretty exciting uh, to to see if there if there is anything that comes out of Nintendo's camp this week. And Hopefully, like a Switch Pro or something like a stronger, better graphics type thing. 
Uh, there's been rumors about that for quite a while. Yeah. Maybe not because of the production holdups and stuff like that. Maybe that's what's been holding up their 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 directs. But um, but yeah, let's let's hope that there is something. Sony had their big showcase this month, so or I guess it was last month. But it'd be pretty exciting to see um to see the two of them, the two their two biggest competitors, I guess, show up and show what they've got on the way as well. So um, other than that, I mean, you guys are you guys kind of touched on Tsushima but didn't really talk about I guess what you what you're enjoying about it so Shane like what are you what are you thinking right now with Tsushima I, I've yet to dive in so I'd like to hear where you're at with it yeah, so far Shane is like the grandfather right now okay children listen up I'll run you down the list so Ghost came out uh on Friday I was at a cottage on Friday uh with my sister and my mother um spending some time before my sister has her second uh son so I'm gonna have another nephew so I didn't get to play it till yesterday, um, but now I have a ton of time on my hands. So I basically played all of yesterday, barring the chicken wing break. Uh, 24 chicken wings was my count yesterday by the end of the day. So thank you, Damn, Gabby. you had 24 wings? Yeah, I had 24 wings. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. There's like 50 or so in that batch. Bro, I half of them, dude. I dummied those wings. <laughs> oh my it's like half of them when I got there yesterday. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Good they were good, you, dude. Buddy. They were they were spicy, dude, man. They're they unbelievable. Good. They were so good. Anyways, so that was one of my major accomplishments. Um, but before going there, I sunk about what time did I get there? Six o'clock. I usually get there right on time. So you got there right before six, three minutes. I remember Kara made a joke saying you were early and you're like, Oh, three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because either I'm always right on time or just a little bit early. She's like white people anyways. Yeah. So, um, before, so basically I started playing the game in the beginning. I was so, so on it. I kind of had the same reaction as you, Daniel. Um, when I first started playing where it's like, the graphic fidelity to this game is good, but like it's not really sucking me in. And then as I was playing, like holy, I I really love that game. I think it's also partially the fact that I just want to love it. Like I'm so open and really want to love it so much that it's like encaps like it's really sucking me in. Um, but the game itself is great. I'm playing it in Japanese mode like Japanese audio dialogue with English subtitles, which is a hot topic because most people prefer to play it in English on their first playthrough is what I've gotten from you, uh, Gabby, and then our friends, Daniel uh, Baps and Shay are also playing on English. Um, but I love Kung Fu and Samurai movies. Like I have a, a strong adoration for them. So this for me I wanted to play it in Japanese and read the subtitles. It also fo forces me to focus on the game and less on my phone and, and the technology around me because I don't want to miss what's going on. Um, but in that first six hours I played the game, I did only two uh, major missions, like major storylines. Everything in the game is considered a tale. So there's different tales. There's like the, the story of Jin and... Um, there's all these other tales that are going on that give you different abilities, different stances, different armor, different things. It's basically how you unlock things. And I legitimately was just riding around the wilderness, following foxes to shrines. Because if you follow a fox to a shrine and you go in front of the shrine and praise it, you get um, the ability to carry more charms. And the charms are like a buff on top of your armor so you can use it for different things so i have a supply buff now 
that gives me double supplies when I loot, which is like super, super helpful. Um, so I was doing that and then just, uh, I was trying to make my way a kilometer through the map and it legitimately took me four hours to do because I kept getting sidetracked, uh, killing mongrels and bandits. And then I was doing a bunch of different side missions so much so that by the time I had sunk about eight hours into that game, I realized I still didn't have the assassination. Like I kept trying to assassinate people and I hadn't unlocked it because you had to do a, a gin storyline to do it. So when I got home from your house, Gabby, I did that and bought my samurai armor. So now I actually have like badass armor. Um, like, and I, I did cust a custom paint job on it and everything like that. And I think this game is like the best way I can describe it is Samurai Red Dead Redemption. It's really what this game feels like to me. There's so much detail and so many hidden things built into the game. And what I like about this game is it kind of reminds me of so many other games and games that I haven't even played, but stuff that you guys brought up. Um, like, you know, you have a flute in the game and you can unlock different songs to play with the flute by uh, gathering singing crickets. And it can change the weather. It can cause wind to blow and do all sorts of other effects. Um, the other thing that you can do is bow in this game, which I have become obsessed with. Um, I bow to all the people that I talk to in the game, even though it doesn't really do anything for me. You should bow before killing someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like this game for me is the first game that I've really used the PlayStation share feature on Twitter. And I've been taking screenshots and a video and like, the duels in this game, and Gabby, you haven't gotten to a duel yet, you told me. Um, but, like, the duels, if you put it in, like, the Kurosawa mode, it is, like, unbelievable. Like, it is so beautiful and so well done. And the, the detail and the passion that they put into this project is really great. By no means do I think that this is a perfect game or a 10 out of 10 or anything like that. This is just an all-around enjoyable, time-sinking detailed and like a love letter to samurai um lore uh that i i don't think you would i wouldn't have never expected to stumble upon or to come out and i'm so happy it has and i i really hope future me spends enough time in this game to to really beat it i mean eight hours and i feel like i've barely scratched the surface in it and like I've asked you guys to keep this podcast short so I can go back to playing it because I just, I really want to sink more time into it and adventure around. And, you know, you, this game is so, so much of a love letter to Japanese culture that you write haikus in this game and you write haikus and those haikus give you headbands in the game, which is more as far as I am in the game is more just aesthetic based, but like, Think of a game that makes you sit there and write poetry. Like, how is that in a video game? But it makes sense in this game. And it, it feels right. It doesn't feel like something that's forced in the game. It doesn't feel something that's just there to kill your time. You legitimately sit there and observe your surroundings and write a haiku and like observe this cyber beauty of a place, which... I think it's such a weird thing to sit here and say like, oh yeah, I'm observing this virtual wilderness and writing a haiku about it. But like, it makes sense in the game and it's beautiful. And it, it's it's something that, 
isn't for everyone and i don't think a lot of people are going to like it and i don't think a lot of people are going to invest a lot of time in it and it's a game that i'm willing to put time into that not everybody will play it's like uh sleeping dogs for me and daniel we had discussed sleeping dogs and the combat in that game is fucking fantastic and the the more that you play this game the better the combat gets the different stances to fight different enemies in varied landscape it's just it's really smart and really really well done so i that's my initial eight hours one day with the game that's my thoughts on it the only thing i would disagree with you on and not having played the game is i actually do think it's going to get quite a following because i think um the way that the, the way that uh playstation studios generally market their their games um it's it's pretty effective in captivating audiences that aren't necessarily interested in in um in you know whether they're 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 games that are unique or or have a uh, a previous game or or you know I, I just think they do a pretty good job of, of getting gamers to to invest in something new and, and trusting kind of their approach to it so when i went to go pick up my physical copy um there's about four or five people in line behind me none of which had pre-ordered the game all of which were there to pick up ghost of tsushima um, which i didn't necessarily expect but um but i think it's telling that there are a lot of people out there that that inherently trust the PlayStation Studios. You know, Sucker Punch hasn't done a game in, in, in quite some time, and it seems like they've really put their heart and soul into into uh, uh, capturing uh, elements of Japanese culture that really haven't been put into any other games. Um, so I, I that's the only part that I, I think I would disagree with you on. I think we're going to probably see some numbers this week just from their first weekend, and I think it'll be not like Last of Us 2 impressive, which was like some of the best numbers of all time for PS4, but I think it will be up in that same area probably with like Horizon and, and some of the other first-party exclusives that we've seen um, that maybe are a little bit uh, tougher to get into because they're not the, the – you know, it's, a, it's an inaugural game in a franchise. It's not a sequel. It's not – character investment isn't there the way it was in let's say last of us or, or god of war with kratos but um I, I i do think that it's going to get quite a bit of attention and i think you know come end of year it may not be in the game of the year discussion but i do think it will probably win for um like best design in some areas or or or, or distinctive art style or I, like some of the peripheral categories i think it will definitely um you know, just be mentioned in, or at least be considered for. Um, and just to kind of clarify, I guess on the on the graphical fidelity thing, I think my first observation was just like, after playing a game that looked as good as The Last of Us did, just looking at it like right on um, immediately, it just didn't look like it was going for. Not to say it wasn't photorealistic. I was just trying to say that it didn't go for the entirely photorealistic look. It wanted to be stylized in a way where, you know, Last of Us very much was supposed to look photorealistic and the way that they rendered breathing for Ellie and Abby was super important. But like this game seems to be okay with looking more like a moving painting in some areas um, and, and being able to, you know, sacrifice some graphical fidelity in favor of having this really, really expansive world with a lot of stuff to do um, and a lot of, different elements that really are beautiful. So the game looks absolutely gorgeous. I, I don't want to take that away from it. I just think that it has a little bit more style than, than I expected. I thought it was just going to try to look as, as, as good as it possibly could um, from a photorealism standpoint, but it does have a, a little bit of a definitive art style that I didn't really expect. So that was pretty impressive just watching it for the first, you know, 20 or, or, or so minutes that you were playing a chain and the, the five or so minutes that I was just kind of fooling around with it. So very excited to dive in. If I can, uh, get through some of my MOB 20 um, programs tonight, then the plan is to start it tonight, but um, it's quite a bit for me to do in this game still. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting until the end of the day to see what's going on, but I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. Let's like 
it's not something that I, again, like we kind of talked about it before. It's not really something I expected you to just dive kind of wholeheartedly into. Um, but I'm glad that you're enjoying it as much as you are. Cause I know you were super excited from this game from, from, from quite a while ago, actually, this isn't something that just kind of dawned on you this year. I think since it got first announced, there's been a pretty big interest for you in it. Yeah, for sure. Like when, when I first saw it, I was like, man, that game looks sick. And then totally forgot about it. And then they did the gameplay uh, reveal, like that 10 minute gameplay earlier thing. This, earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as that came out, I, I pre-ordered it. I was like, fuck yeah. it. I'm in. Fun fact. I think it was released today. Re- or re- pretty recently, this game almost wasn't a samurai game. It could have easily have been a pirate game or uh, like something around the Three Musketeers. There's like an article about it. Wow, it I, I exist. I definitely do not think I would be interested in it if it was Three Musketeers based. <laughs> Just yeah, def- definitely not. But yeah, it's it's great, and uh, like I I do hope that you guys spend some time with it, so then we can have a deeper discussion on it. Um, but yeah, I, I I that's really what I have to say about that. I know there's a lot that I haven't covered about the game, and there's a lot that I haven't really gotten into. But I think that's part of the charm of this game. This the story itself is told like in Gears of War, I mean Gears of War, God of War, where the lore and the direction is told through a conversation between a father and son. In this game, you talk to villagers and the villagers tell you important information about how to play the game that you wouldn't know. Otherwise there's no tutorial on it. You literally go into the game and like, it'll tell you every so often, like make sure to hold triangle or like whatever, but there's stuff like that. Yeah. There's so much hidden inside this game it's so deep like you know like i was saying you follow foxes to go to shrines but you also follow yellow birds to get to points of interest and they just kind of appear and then you just follow them and they take you to a point of interest that could be a plethora of different things it could be different customization it could be a bamboo strike to level up your your sword it could be um you know, like a, a mission or it could be somebody who's being attacked on the roadside. And the good thing of what I like about the random encounters in the world are if you die during them, the encounter's done. Like you don't get to go back and do it again. So if bandits are robbing someone on the side and you go in and you're like, shit, I'm going to kill them. And then you get dummied. It's done. Like you don't, when you respond, they're not there anymore. So it's not like you get a, a shot at redemption there. You just have to continue going on with the game and hope for you to stumble upon something again. So is it, does that mean that you might lose out on a particular, like, like not, I don't want to say an exclusive item, but like something that won't show up again, or is it more so like you won't get uh, a bundle of resources? Yeah. You you won't get resources, like stuff like that. It's not like, oh, you're going to miss this plot point or this thing, but keep in mind, those resources come in handy when it comes to early upgrades and things like that. Sure. Right. But you'd be able to find encounters again that would be able to get oh, yeah. those upgrades. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. You're not like penalized in that sense. You're just Hunter is like losing his mind. He's like, I'm not gonna play this game. Fuck that. <laughs> I need to get a hundred out of a hundred collectibles. I do, right? Like I do like I mean you guys know me. Like I like going thoroughly through a game. I like to, I'm a completionist in that way. So it would it would bug me if there was yeah, something that it you drives could miss me nuts sometimes when we're to. playing the division and you're like, let's just stop here and get something real quick. Like fucking who cares? You just like some electronics, like whatever. Dude, how could you be uh, here's my thing. How could you be a gamer and not want to explore every nook and cranny of a game that you love? 
I do like exploring, but when when it's just like fucking no, no, like, you, no, you don't. After, up, after having having played in. Dude, having that played, you can just get millions of like whatever. Having yeah. having played do games with time. you, do that on okay, your own time. Having played games with you, you do not explore nook and crannies. You rush through games and you don't look for things. Then why? So many, why did there it take thirty so hours many, to beat Last of Us Two? There are so why many did times. Take, why did it take me thirty minutes? Thirty hours to. I said games that we've played together. If you're listening to yeah, me, when we play, player, the, oh my can God. you stop cutting me off for no, a second? No, I can't. When when we play games like The Division, you rush through them, even though there might be things like collectibles hidden away or something that I found. There's been multiple times where we've done things together and we have. I found something and say, "Hey, over here." I don't know if you saw this or not and, and vice versa in some cases, but you tend to find stuff that, that is on the direct path to a plot point. You don't, you're not an exploratory player in the way that, that, that I would, that I would expect somebody that like fell in love with the universe to be. I'm not saying that you're not like that maybe in single player games, but multiplayer games that we've played together where there is a co-op campaign or, or the ability to collect resources or something together. I, I don't generally find that you're you're out to get those things. I find that you're much more plot point and narrative driven. Resources, I don't give a shit about because you can always get them. But if it's a collectible, then yeah, I'll 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 look for that kind of shit for sure. It's not what a connection. Three, three words, four words. It's all about syllables, by the way. Is it? It's three yeah. syllables, four syllables, three syllables. Then. No, it's 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 longer than that. I think no. No, I don't think so. I'm gonna Google it right now. Haiku poems how do you write a haiku poem it's oh yeah five seven five syllables right it's not necessarily uh, hold on let me just i'm just pulling up this art, article traditional haiku um uh, seven five uh much like a syllable but not identical to it the rhythm is often lost in translations not every english word has the same number of syllables or moras as its japanese counterpart part for example haiku has two syllables in english and in japanese it has three moras calm so waters calm mind hold on where is it submerged deep in nature's shade we rise together that was my first syllable my first haiku that i wrote in <laughs> i've written three haikus and they're they're all fun oh man that's my that's my uh, haiku. Wow, Daniel, do you have a haiku that you can give us? I do not have a haiku. I haven't practiced in Ghost of Tsushima yet, but perhaps in 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 a week I'll have something. How about I, I read us a haiku to uh, bring us close to the end of this podcast? Oh, snail, climb Mount Fuji, but slowly, slowly. There you go. That's a haiku. <laughs> Did you write that in Tsushima? No, it's by uh, Kobayashi Issa. Cool. Who's a renowned haiku poet. Nice. Here's another one. This is actually a really sad one. Everything I touch with tenderness, alas, pricks like a bramble. Wow. There's so much pain in so few words. Yeah, you right? Like, you, sound like Bob, you sound like Bob Ross with haikus right now. Isn't that crazy, though? Like, that says so much in, in su- such little, like, such a little statement. Yeah. Wow. That's the beauty of a haiku. Wow. There you go. Wow. I'm like scrolling through haikus now. <laughs> Here's another well, one. The lamp once okay. out, cool stars enter the window frame. Ooh. Deep. You should post haikus on the on the on our social media page this week. Anything that you write in, in it can be your haiku series. My haiku. Shane's haikus. How do you do haikus? Well, <laughs> you're very peaceful right now. Yeah, this guy I feel like haikus have, have calmed you. 
this guy in the comments section, uh, Kevin Mullen, wrote, Empty iron pan, no sounds of bacon's laughter, a faucet weeps. That's, That's for one. you, Gabby. That's, That's for you. That's a good one. I knew you would like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, I think there's some mongrels that need murdering. Uh, mongrels. Hello, mongrel. Too. Yeah, let me know if you do. Tell me what you think. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back next week. I guess we're uh, we'll, we're gonna try to watch the Xbox event together and and hopefully be able to react to Halo and whatever other surprises Microsoft has up its sleeve um, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, then we're gonna talk about it on next weekend. I'm down. If you guys are down to this. watch it with me. Yeah, if it works out timing wise, then we should all watch it. It's probably going to be what about an hour, hour and a half. It would they be, say it's going to be about an hour. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Cool, cool. Well, guys, there's also pre-show, so maybe a little bit over an hour. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they're announcing some stuff during the pre-show as well. Yeah, it's supposed to. Be they're going to have games in the pre-show. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, good luck to Microsoft this week. Good luck to uh, to everybody that's uh, that's working on games over at Microsoft. I think we've been talking about this for. Probably the longest running topic on this on this podcast has been Microsoft improving their their first party support and and, and uh, showing off some games that are that are truly unique. So I'm I'm hoping it really comes to fruition this week. I know that you guys are pretty excited about it as well. So we'll uh, we'll see. We're only four days away from it, and then baseball season starts this week too. Just so oh yes, let's some, get it. Uh, Raptors preseason games as well. They start let's get exciting. it. Uh yeah, I'm on holiday officially, so I'm excited. Nice dude, have fun nice. in Quebec. Quebec, I'm with Mont Tremblant on Wednesday, going up for a drive with the whole fam and the in laws, so it should be a good time. Hopefully Are you gonna be back on rain. Thursday to watch Xbox event? I'm watching it there, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna bring my laptop so we can FaceTime and watch it together. Take my projector. Take my projector. Do you portable? have a projector? No, oh. I'll buy one though if you want. Oh, it's okay, dude. <laughs> it's like, what are you okay. talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, cool. buy a projector right. and drop it off with a Final Fantasy VII remake. Thanks, buddy. Only oh, if you promise to look for all the collectibles. Gary. All the collectibles. All of Thank them. You. All okay. of fucking them, dude. <laughs> all right. It's been a slice, guys. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, yeah. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye. Haiku. Right Haiku. Now,